Welcome in GPS to God. We are so glad that you are back. And if you have been with us the last few weeks, yes, we are still in Job. <laughs> back to Job. <laughs> still going. We are uh, uh, 16. Chapter 16 is where we are picking up. So, you know, we're, we're making some progress here. But uh, we may be close to halfway today. I'm guessing we're going to be close to halfway. Say we make it. Yeah. If, what is you it? Know, if 40, we, 42? 40, if we can hit up to 20, mm-hmm. I think we'll be doing all right. So, okay. Um, but we're glad you're here. We are still going. Job. <laughs> Makes me uh, feel good. I already I studied past 20, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. I have notes through. Uh, man, I'm, I'm rocking straight through chapter 22 with my yeah. notes. So. Yeah. But okay. uh, GPS to God. We're, that's the podcast you're listening to. Glad you're here. If you didn't know where you were listening, now you do. Mailroom at gpstogod.com. You can email us there. You can also reach out on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you, however you want to do it. I think you can just drop us a line on the website, too, and that goes yeah. you know, somewhere. But uh, Somewhere. Yeah, we'll check that Something out, Something I don't check. To the abyss. Yeah. But, to uh, the great unknown. Mm-hmm. Who we have with us today? We have Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro, and back with us for a real full episode appearance, Mr. Ty Dean. Not just opening up a door and going, hey, throwing, throwing uh, candy, right, I'm gone. Yeah. Throwing candy. And <laughs> hey, y'all have seen a soccer ball? <laughs> Snap guy. Yeah. Hey, that was a gospel presentation ball for ESL. Right. That definitely trumps podcast. Yeah. I sure. tried, I will say, sure. I tried to uh, kind of look in to see, okay, when's Daniel going to like stop talking so I could have a little point? And I was like, never have. Oh, he did that before. He should keep going. <laughs> so I just had to barge in. I was like, right. could have called in, should have called in and said, open yeah. the door. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> we, we were deep in conversation. Hey, y'all want to have a special guest? Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> the bad part is not on the microphone. Could not hear of anything. Course. Yeah, no. We could hear it though. Yeah. The listeners. Yeah. We have enough. I, if we have an extra mic somewhere, we're going to hook it right over there yeah. and just have it next to the door. So when someone <laughs> shows up, boom, we got you. Unfortunately, on purpose. there are uh, <laughs> times where many, many people are right outside that door. And sure. I'm guilty of looking every time. Yeah. It's cleared out tonight, though. It is. They're it is. So. Did they uh, even have class over there today? Well, no. You know, no. Let's not get into specifics okay. that no one else cares about here. Well, no <laughs> one else probably knows. Exactly. So they don't Sorry. Care. My fault. Guilty is charged. But they uh, care. They care about everything. Yeah. But uh Job, okay. we are in it. Let's <laughs> see. We did the intros. We gave out the information. We're we're rocking and rolling. So let's do um, it. We had uh Brandon and uh Zach with us for a couple episodes there. And and Ty cracked the case. He said, "Hey, I, I want to know some inside information. You guys kind of gave a, a little, made a joke of the same guys were going to come back for the next episode. Did y'all record multiple episodes at the same day? In fact, we did. Yeah, that's a very astute listening there, Ty. Well, considering last week was when you recorded those, and I barged in through candy. Well, <laughs> made a little assumption. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, no such uh, gifts today. It doesn't look like." I think we still also the entire time I called those things airheads. You did. I referenced it. You did. Even after Zach. Six, seven times. Somebody somebody snap. corrected you and you went right back to <laughs> right was back that, to airheads. Was that episode one or two from yesterday? From last week? 
maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say because if I go back and watch one, then I'll know the reference. But yeah, I was calling them airheads the whole time, and somebody <laughs> did say warheads. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice you said airheads. Yeah. yeah. It might be that. Episode oh, that comes that's out right. We talked week. about that. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you were talking about air, warheads and the yeah. sour and all that kind of stuff. We still have a couple on the shelf over here, but we're gonna leave them on the shelf because that. I want uh, one. It was so distracting. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll give. Give me a. Lemon. Give me a green one. Lemon. What are they? Green, lemon. Green is apple. Uh, lemon, what, apple. Which one do y'all no think? More. Which one do y'all think is the worst? Probably lemon. That. Throw me a lemon too. Yeah. All right. Are we sure gonna see how long it takes before not. we make a face? I'll well, make you a face right away. Right away. Yeah. Okay. I like sour stuff, but I I'll make a face. They do hit you kind of hard there. They're yeah. okay. You're They're like yeah, it's sour, and then, yeah. and then it gets really sour. <laughs> I'm already like. It. He Ready? doesn't even have a drink. All right. Well, let's see who makes a face first. Ryan looking for somewhere to dispose Ty, of the trash. Ty's trying not Ty, to make He is a face. so trying to hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> My face is turning red. <laughs> really? That it is. I mean, he's not there tearing. Up. He's not tearing yep. up, but he's got the square. <laughs> he out. does. He does. <laughs> My cheeks are tightened up immediately. I can't <laughs> talk. Not bad. That's a good yeah. one. So put that uh, in my pocket. So I don't bug with uh, it. That's awesome. But. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, felt, I felt a glisten. <laughs> That's about it. I felt a little Ty, glisten. Ty's face is turning red. Yours yeah. is turning pale. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Check my heart rate. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we had Zach and Brandon with us, and we made some predictions for the final four. Yes. A couple episodes ago. Uh, no, you picked UConn. You went blue. Yes, blue. sir. So yes, sir. Congratulations. I did. I did. I, I'm. A lot better with four teams than I am with the, the full <laughs> field. So who ended up I winning? I had the worst. Who ended up winning, uh, winning on your bracket? Well, we do like a family bracket and Lori's oh, brother. So Sunday played. school. Oh, Sunday school was Katie Sanford. Okay. For so, the first time ever, like, I don't know how, like, you get the max points. Like, I think in the Sweet 16, I had maxed out. Wow. Like a, like thirty three out of thirty three points, and like it was, the rest of it was X's. Like I was done after the Sweet Sixteen. No, no correct picks after the Sweet Sixteen. Hmm. The I worst, saw, the worst attempt at a bracket ever. I saw something on Instagram, and it was like saying that all these people had already won their bracket contest <laughs> before the Elite Eight <laughs> because everybody just gotten it wrong. We also made some picks for golf coming up. The Masters is actually this okay. weekend. So we, uh, yeah, we we recorded two episodes, so we, we kind of got we a little bit ahead of our predictions. But yeah, Who'd we'll you let pick? you guys in. So I went crazy talk here. I went live. Oh yeah, you all told the live me that. golfers, live versus the field, I, and I just hope it's you know yeah. fire and chaos and all kinds of craziness. <laughs> I went tiger, and that that was my other. I'm I'm yeah. good with tiger. I almost would think it would be Scheffler. So what's, uh, He's kind of that, like one of the that? favorites, right? Oh, who, well, that's who what, are the odd, what are the odds are? Like, what are the odds? Of, He's got the best odds. He's like is that who it is? Seven hundred, yeah. Gotcha. I would say Scotty Scheffler. I love Scotty Scheffler. I'm good with Tiger winning it. And then if the live guy were to win it, I'd go with Dustin Johnson. I'd want him to win it. My daughter did a bracket. She's never done a bracket before. She's a senior in high school, and she was asking me. Picks. I guess she made maybe made some picks late, or they were picking the first weekend. I don't remember, but she said Auburn. Who you like in the Auburn game? I said who do they who do they play? She told me, and I said what are their rankings? I said I'm probably gonna pick Auburn, but what are their rankings? She mm-hmm. said what do you mean rankings? 
It's like those little numbers next to the team name, they mean something. She's like, like what? And I said, yeah. What is, she's like, well, it's an eight and nine. I said, so that's a toss-up game. It really doesn't matter. Give me Auburn. And she said, I picked a 16 seed to win three games. <laughs> well, you that did awesome. Fun. She did yeah. good, though. Maybe the first she, round. She missed the wrong 16 team. Oh, okay. But okay. she ended up winning the entire thing because she had UConn win the whole thing. She won wow. the prize for her class. And she that's didn't awesome. know anything about she them? She knew nothing. She just, wow. That's always how it works. Yeah. You hear someone winning their office pool, and it's like, I picked the mascots. Yes. Right? It was the yes. colors. Or the I'm colors like, and stuff. And Maybe she I should also, start doing that. Yeah. She Close picked, your eyes and go. Yeah. Texas... <laughs> CC, uh, CC, Texas A&M CC or something like that. Yeah. And she said, what, what does that mean? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know how you're going to University of Tennessee and they have a UT Chattanooga? You picked UT Chattanooga. She's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <She did so laughs> you bad. picked the rival. Yeah. Well, I mean, she picked a community college. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah. But she ended up winning, and her grand prize was a bag of mini Twix. Like Could have been a high five. So that's Twix a candy sounds pretty good to me. Really Not a Twix. Never fan. have enjoyed. It's like a Twix. I like a Twix. I like like Twix. I'll go really? through a Twix mood though. Like either yeah. right. I'm all in or I'm like now nah, pass. Interesting. Never done it before, man. So tonight we were down in the hole and they were doing a chubby bunny competition. Down in the hole is sorry, the sorry. Space Thank you. Where our <laughs> with the youth, youth. our youth <laughs> children meet. Yeah. So with the youth, they were doing Chubby Bunny and it was on a projector and it was someone was saying it. And like as with marshmallows in their mouth. So you had if to somebody guess it. doesn't know what Chubby Bunny is, what is basically chubby? you have a word or a phrase that you're supposed to say and then you have marshmallows in your mouth to where it's not clear to hear. And you're supposed to try to say it as clear as you can. Mm. And I guess I don't know. I guess I mean I've always just played it where you just try to say it. I never actually played in a competition where it's try like oh, who won chubby bunny. or chubby or just say chubby bunny. This one there was actual phrases they were supposed to say, mm. and the more you didn't get it, like guessed, it got clearer and clearer and clearer. So like if the word was Adam, then it'd be like oh, 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 Adam, like it'd get clearer as you go in. Is and this on the uh, it was on video. Like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. on video. Oh. They're not yeah. actually putting marshmallows in there. Oh, it was just funny. Is that against child rules now or something? Uh, well, no, he he was like he didn't want anybody to choke. <laughs> yeah, that's probably smart. Those we've done chubby bunny before. Though. Down every, there. Every, the problem is you need a lot of marshmallows. But the reason why I bring that up is because one of the words was three musketeers, and they they finally answered it because it was like just clear as day, and they were like, "What what is that?" Mm. And I was like, "You don't know what a three musketeers is." I, I mean, I, I I knew, but I was I'm older. Like, you know what a Three Musketeers is, right? You know the movie? Yes. Okay. Three Musketeers. I don't know. You you're, you and movies are... Uh, it is sketchy sometimes, uh, but... Probably know. my least favorite candy bar, I would have to say, is the Three Musketeers. Mm. See, I would say Twix. Butterfinger's oh, your least gosh, favorite? I cannot stand Butterfinger. Oh, you are out of your mind. Man, that's wild. See, wild. I don't think that's crazy. Like, uh-huh. I... My favorite but candy bar is something like, y'all probably never like even heard of. probably like top five or Before you get to probably. that, here's why I think that is crazy. Because they have Three Musketeers Blast at Sonic. You can get it at Dairy Queen and a Blizzard. You can get it at Half all these different the places. <laughs> you ain't getting a, a Three Musketeers Blast at Sonic or nothing like like mm. it's a it's a top rated candy bar. You talking about Butterfinger? Butterfinger. Butterfinger. You Butterfinger. said Three yeah. Musketeers. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You're, like you, you can couldn't get, go somewhere and you get, can that. get a you Butterfinger get Blast. Oh yeah, you I know. can get a Butterfinger. Yeah, you Blizzard, said Three Musketeers, you but you get cannot it. get right. 
Uh, that's how low blast. Three Musketeer is yeah, and how gotcha. high Butterfinger is. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Just never have? No. Never? Oh, cannot stand it. Really? No. Oh, I, I even since I was a kid, and I tried it and, like, Butterfinger ice cream, and I, and I can't, none of it. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, my favorite candy bar y'all probably never even heard of before. I'm going to say it's, that's not true. Yeah, it's really made in Ireland. Okay, getting getting truer by the money. <laughs> you can, you might be able to now buy it at Walmart or something like that. But typically, you can only get it like what uh, World Market or something like that. It's called a crunchy. Have you ever heard of that before? Uh, I'm not not ringing a bell off the name so alone. It's so. like honeycomb on the inside, and then it's chocolate on the outside. But it's a hard. It's kind of like a butter butterfinger as far as like it's hard crunchy. Mm, it's like so a specialty good. thing. That's I don't get it very often. Well, I mean, there are candies in other countries that right. we don't have here. Right. Yeah. Chip flavors, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Look it up. It's a good one. When I've been overseas before, you'll see chip, like Lay's potato chips that are all over oh, yeah. the U.S. here. You'll see different flavors. You're like, man, I've never seen that before. <laughs> They're hard to buy, too. First time I saw ketchup-flavored Lay's was overseas. Wow. Yeesh. They have them here now. You can see them on occasion. Pass on that is my opinion. Yeah, I was, I was, I was well. not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Some of those you think you go to like Amazon or something like that and try to buy them from overseas, and they're difficult to find sometimes. Or you have to buy like 50 of them because mm. they'll make you buy them in bulk. Yeah, Ketchup flavored Lay's. I'm a Lay's fan. Yeah. Not, not of the ketchup flavor. No. Pass I don't think I'll be a fan of that. I mean, there's some flavors that are popular in Canada that you can't get that are hard to get here. Yeah. Like my friend uh, is uh, all dressed. I think Ruffles. I think it's Ruffles all dressed is the name of it. The flavor. And it's kind of like a barbecue sauce. And so, I can't remember. It, but it's like a mixture mm. of flavor, like a barbecue with something else in it. But they're kind of hard to find here, too. But he loves, he's like, man, these are. You've tried them before? Yeah. What do you think is hard to get elsewhere that's easy to get in the U.S.? I don't know, but that is going to. Be coming through like crazy on the recording. Oh yeah, That's it. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to adjust it to where I can see what's in front of me and also talk. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's the battle. Welcome into the behind the scenes nature here of uh, <laughs> you know our pre-show discussions of yeah. make sure you talk into the microphone and this and that. But I want to see my notes. You can do this. When he said dressed, I thought hard. immediately thought of Russell and his Same. ridiculousness of <laughs> dressed eggs, dressed eggs. deviled eggs, chips. Yes. It is a weird, like it has nothing to do with the flavor, or here it does, and it may yeah. mean something in Canada, like you uh, skyline chili. They say all the way or five way or something. Mm. Yeah, like that means nothing to me, but people that know that chili know. Yeah. Well, that means cheese and onions and this and that. Kind of like, kind of like Waffle House. Scattered, orders. covered, and smothered. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Waffle. That's a good Southern reference right there. <laughs> Waffle House hash browns. What for those say? of you who don't scattered, know, scattered, covered, and smothered. Scattered is no ring. Mm-hmm. Covered is cheese. Mm-hmm. Smothered is onions. Yep. Yeah. Bam. Might need to explain Waffle House to our Plain international browns, viewers. I don't awful even know. Awful waffle. I don't even know how to explain it to them. Awful waffle. How do you, like a? What is it? Waffle House. Do you house. call it a it is restaurant? A, is, is it a, a diner great. or is it a diner? I would so consider a diner. Put you on the spot. What's Ty? the difference between a restaurant? Well. What would you I know the difference. <coughs> I, I still consider a More diner, diner and a restaurant kind of the same. Okay. I'm gonna say it's a. I'm gonna. Cha- I'm gonna somewhat answer your question. I'm gonna okay. say it's a fast food diner. Diners can't fast. really be fast food. I would say. Okay. 
but I would say I'm, Waffle House, if you're I'm actually in a following category, you. I'm following it'll be you. a fast food diner. I'm actually following Even though you. it's not really fast food. Is it, it considered a diner because it's kind of like around where they're getting it's getting cooked? I think but it, not like Kabuto's or like oh, sorry, I'm giving all these references that no one's gonna know. Like <laughs> Japanese steakhouse kind of hibachi. setting. Hibachi. There we go. Yeah. You said know. the difference between a like what is the like difference between a restaurant and a diner? I is think there, if you say diner, people can people think of small Waffle House style. <laughs> you shouldn't use the Basically, same thing. Basically, no explanation. Like your, like your mom and pop trailer. Mom and pop yeah. trailer. Okay. I like okay. it. You know, okay. diner. A hamburger gotcha. stand. What you see gotcha. in Men in Black when <laughs> yes. Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith yes. meet up. I got you. So back in back to the future, they're in they're in a diner, aren't they? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Back to yeah. the future. So size. A movie I've that's, watched. That's diner <laughs> restaurant is all. Yeah, I think size. And I think it kind of. Somewhat defines menu as well. Seinfeld. Okay. Is that a diner? That is a mm-hmm. diner. Okay. That is a diner. That's okay. a large diner, but that's yeah. a diner. Yeah. Okay. I would also say uh, Waffle House is also almost street food. Like street food is a big thing now. They're almost yeah. street food, except inside. I got you. Almost. You have to, if you were to describe Waffle House to somebody, right? it would be... The worst place. They would never. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to experience it. We had at Passion one year. We met uh, on the, uh, what's it called? Not Subway. Oh, on Marta. In in Atlanta? In Atlanta. Marta. Marta. Uh, We met a dad and a son Uh from Norway or Finland or one of those (laughs) countries up there. And we told them about Waffle House, and they're like, what is Waffle House? And we're like, you just got to go. So we just took them to Waffle House. Nice. Like, this, is, yeah. this is Waffle House. It's hard to just, I mean, it's it's not really. A... Is Waffle House only in the South? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, they like mm. Midwest a little bit. Because you think, yeah. like, there's places that Sonic aren't at in, with it, within the United States. or Zaxby's is only. Yeah. 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 So I didn't know if that was well-known across. It uh, is hard they, to explain. They I go, mean, you, so there's a similar place called Huddle House. Or uh, mm-hmm. there's a Huddle House and then something else that are uh, similar to Waffle House. I've there's like a, Huddle there's House. a Huddle House is oh in yeah, Scot- there's one in Scottsville. There is there used to be like going towards Memphis. There used to be Stuckies. Stuckies. Never heard of that it's one either. Like a, yeah. It's just like a truck stop though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like I mean it's kind of like uh, it's Buckies? A, no, Did we say Buckies? it's a lot smaller. <laughs> it's, it's a lot smaller. <laughs> but yeah, they were like all when I was younger because I have family in Memphis. They were all like on. Almost every exit, like down I forty, were like Stuckies. It was like a breakfast spot. Walgreens for food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, usually wa- near a truck stop. Waffle yeah. House is normally south. Like, I think I don't think there's any in St. Louis, or maybe they kind of stop around St. Louis. Yeah. And once you go out west, yeah. like there's none. I know Kansas. Like there's none it's in probably, Kansas. It's probably the best for them. Probably the best. So it <laughs> stops somewhere between Tennessee and Kansas. They cut out. Yeah. Hmm. All right, that has nothing to do with Job. <laughs> interesting, huh? It is. Is it enough yeah. to where we can make two yeah. episodes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. About we can just that. keep on going. Twenty minutes, right there. I mean, it's it a Waffle House episode. <laughs> I like it. Waffle House Ministry. What yes. Na- name yes. the Waffle House Ministry? <laughs> but let's get into Job because uh, we will never finish if we don't. But chapter sixteen is where we are picking up. Where did we end off here? Let's see. Uh, reply. 
we are getting into Job's, Job's reply. reply. We did tease that at the end of the last episode, read the first verse or so of Job's reply, and uh, Eliphaz kind of brought his stuff against Job, and now Job is kicking back. He's a little upset. A little upset. He, he is. He's, uh, he's going to lash out a little bit. These next couple chapters, there is a lot going on in these yeah. next couple chapters, and whoo. We'll see how far we get, because we don't want to skip any good stuff, but uh, man, it's a lot. It's a lot. So let's, uh, chapter 16, going to be a little bit of reading right here for a second, because we don't want to miss that good stuff. This is Job speaking. He is giving his rebuttal against Eliphaz. We'll start in chapter 16, verse number two. I have heard many such things. Miserable comforters are you all. Talking about all three of his friends that are with him. (laughs) Shall windy words have an end? That's a great line. Or what provokes you that you answer? I also could speak as you do if I were in my place. If you were in my place, I could join words together against you and shake my head at you. I could strengthen you with my mouth and the solace of my lips would assuage your pain. Is that how you say that? What's your... Y'all have assage your pain? I do not have assage. What's it say? I do not. I the end of chapter, uh, the uh, end of verse five. five. Mine does say assage your pain. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Mine says, but my mouth would encourage you. Comfort from my lips would bring you relief. Bring you relief. Well, since we're stopped right there, verse three, when he says, shall windy words have an end? Is that basically him just saying like, are y'all ever going to shut up about this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'd say, I say windy words are like when you get angry and you know what you're, you, you Sometimes when you're angry, you you throw your words what, at the wind, right? You well, just you, throw them. Well, either it's like that, you don't or really I was mean it. You don't really mean hot what air. you're saying. Talking either that, circles, or I was thinking of like kinda. you know, you say like you're long winded. So oh, I was thinking maybe they're also they were good. just giving a bunch of references to this topic and just keep on going. Yeah, I think also too, I, and I heard this um, in a sermon I was listening to today. Job's wife, um, you could. Cl- uh, classify her words as windy words when she says, mm. I mean, she's just lost her 10 children too. So yeah. like, it's yeah. also an anger. So yeah. she's just throwing her words in the wind. Like yeah. it's, what she's saying is not correct, but she also wouldn't be saying it. She's that's not morning. her normal character. She's yeah. right. That's not her normal character. Right. So she's just kind of throwing those words to the wind. And I gotcha. sometimes you just let them ride with the wind. Yeah. yeah. That's something we have not talked about. His wife accused and say, you know, just curse God and die already, Joe. Yeah. Then because, we don't hear back from her. These guys are hear, sitting there for seven days. Yeah. Right. They're having this big, long conversation that... Where is she? We would well, all you hear is heated. her where, reference where is to him. Like, why you? Why are you acting this way? Yeah. It's never about... You know, there's no back and forth of what is her... Like, what what is she going through? Like, well, is, she, it also, is she, like, inside, like, looking out at him, saying, oh, they're still yeah. out there? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, probably. Man, you've been out for seven days? What are y'all doing? <laughs> they're still going at it. Where, where is his wife? Sorry, Todd. Yeah. Are you they know. out on the porch? <laughs> <and she's laughs> yeah. <out> <laughs> Whew. Those guys no, are I was, still talking. This, uh, when, well, when he responds to her after this is going way back, I don't want to spit. You know, we're on 16. Not no, you're good. Go back. No, no, hey, please if it's do. good, we want yeah, it. Bring it in. Yeah. But it says, you know, she says, do you still hold fast your integrity, curse God, and die? But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women would speak. He doesn't call mm. her a foolish woman. Right. So it's saying, like, hey, this, like I, like I said earlier, she's, this is out of character for her. She's in right. mourning, like you were saying. Like, this right. is not who yeah. she is. She's... Angry, frustrated, sad. Just lost 10 kids. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, losing and her, one kid. Right. And she's seen her husband go through these boils, and right. I mean, it's well, and it seems like he's more. It's not like they're, and maybe they are. Done. It doesn't. It seems like they they're not like together, going through it together. It's yeah. like their space. Like Job is out in a pit of ashes. Right. And she's like maybe inside. I guess I, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't well, seem like they're going through it. I said she lost ten kids, but she lost everything he lost. Yeah, yeah. Right. going through it together. Like all of her, right? Yeah, they. I mean, all of his wealth was her wealth. Exactly. Right. She lost everything he lost. Yeah. Other than he's uh, now afflicted in his body, and she is, we assume, is not. But yeah, the, where, that's interesting. Where has that, she been? Yeah. There's no reference to her. That's a good. That's a. I mean, good the question. story is about Job, but, right? Yeah, where is she? All right, let's pick it back up. Chapter sixteen. Uh, verse number six, if I speak, my pain is not assaged, and if I forbear, how much of it leaves me? Surely now God has worn me out. He has made desolate all my company. He has shriveled me up, and he has shriveled me up, which is a witness against me, and my leanness has risen up against me. Just describing how low he is. Everything now, including his body, is gone. God's against him. And and his friends are I mean they are ganging up on him three on one, he feels like. He he kind of moves on a little bit. Verse ten, men have gaped at me with their mouth. They struck me. This this one caught my attention. Men gaped at me with their mouth. They have struck me insolently on the cheek. They massed themselves together against me. Was he physically hit on the cheek, or is that a tongue in cheek reply? To, to all the things that are stacked against him. That one kind of threw up a question mark in my yeah. mind there. Yeah. Because I, I can imagine he's still got to go out and conduct business. After his kids die, the animals are gone, everything's gone. He's still got to conduct business. He's got to get food. He's got to do live whatever somehow he's got to do point. to yeah. live life. But, man, do that and then also all this, like, depression that's building up. I was at ease, and he broke me apart. He seized me by the neck and dashed me to pieces. This is Job talking about God. Job was at ease. God broke him apart. He set his anger. He set me up as his target. His archers surrounded me. He slashes open my kidneys and does not spare, pours out all my gall on the ground. So Pretty not graphic. only is everything There's I had gone, he is literally... Taking my body apart piece by piece in very graphic detail. Yeah, cut it open. Yeah. So Job is just talking back to his friend the rebuttal of, you know, you guys are against me. Here is everything I'm really going through, whether you choose to believe it or not. And chapter 16 for the next few chapters, chapter 16 may be the easiest chapter we're going to cover as far as (laughs) some of the stuff that's said, but. Skip ahead to the end, verse number 22. For when a few years have come, I shall go the way from which I shall not return. I was a little bit, I didn't understand that when I was first reading it. It was kind of wordy and didn't make sense to me. So uh, I did a little bit of research. Like what is the path of no return in his, is that? Is he talking about after I get over this, after I get over this, I'll, Go on, go on a new path. Like I'll go, I'll start a new, fresh path. So eventually, he, I'll get. Uh, eventually, I'll get over this. Or is he talking that he'll like? He's not saying he'll like go to hell or anything, is I, he? 
he's talking about his physical death. Really, he's talking about the length of his life. Okay. So when a few years have come, he's he's saying that is my entire life. That is the number of days God has appointed to my life, basically. I shall go the way from which I shall not return is I'm going to die. When we as human beings die, we can we never return from come that. Back. That's a path we can never gotcha. come back on. Um, so that's what he's talking about there. Yeah, mine has a note to chapter 10, verse 21, which says, Before I go, I shall not return to the land of darkness and deep shadow. I also too wanted to point out, like in seventeen, you know, I looking at this Bible project uh, poster that they have. You know, it talks about Job's argument is that he's innocent and that his suffering is not divine justice for sins that he's committed. And you see it in seventeen. You know, he's gone through all the things that God has done to him. And he says, "My face is red with in sixteen. My face is red with weeping, and on my eyelids is deep darkness." although there is no violence in my hands and my prayer is pure. And that just shows you it's he is blameless and he is righteous in God's sight. He, hasn't, he, has, he has not sinned, even though his friends think he has. Right. Just to wrap up, this is one of the commentaries about chapter uh, 16, verse 22. Then I shall go the way whence I shall not return. That is, to go the way of all the flesh, death itself is meant, you're going out of this world into another and there's no return. You're never going to come back to the same place, conditions, circumstances, and everything that you have here on this earth. So he's talking about his physical death, that his time is okay. short. He's, he's blameless as far as he's concerned. He hasn't done anything wrong against God. And he's, about re he's ready to die. Let's, let's end this journey. Yeah. Moving on to chapter 17. I want to highlight the title here. We've talked about the titles, a, a couple that have been added here to the book of Job because they give a little bit of context, a little bit of summary to, to what that chapter is about. And the chapter for verse 17, where is my hope? Where Exciting. Is my hope? This is still, <laughs> still Job continuing. Uh, if you look, look back a little bit, chapter 13, still I will hope. Got me on the edge of my seat. What's coming? Chapter chapter seven. <laughs> life has no hope. You know, Job is in these discussions with his friends. Mm -hmm. He is searching and grasping for yeah. the hope that he believed yeah. in. Absolutely, with God. But where then is my hope? Chapter seventeen. And I guess, sorry, before you start that, just what's so disheartening, I guess, to him is that he really expected his friends to kind of be on his side. I guess, yeah. ultimately. He was oh, looking it, for support, I think. Right, and not what they brought to him has been... Yeah, they're kind of coming at him. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, you must have done right, something wrong. Right, Like, there's something no way... You, yeah. Which, they're, it's flawed thinking. But right. They're saying, no no way God would punish someone that right. doesn't deserve it. Right. And it's, it's I mean, it's obviously yeah. theologically incorrect, but right. it's, it's also probably, to him, it's like, it's yeah. like a shot to the heart. Like, it well, is, dang. and it's not just one of them. It's no, like it's all, all three, three of them are yeah. all, I mean, coming at them the same way. Ambush. Like, yeah. And we have the benefit of a narrator, you know, giving us insight into mm -hmm. conversations between God and Satan, but God is not punishing Job. Right. He's allowing the devil to afflict and do things to him, but God himself is not 
doing this to Job. He's just removing some of the protection that he, Job was used to. Wouldn't that be God? I think allowing it to happen and you doing it are, I think, two different things. God is not, Satan is going against Job. Yeah, right, but doesn't God have commandment over Satan too? Yeah, because Satan couldn't touch Job without God. Right, so I mean, he's through allowing it. He's uh, through through him. He's not physically doing it, but he's kind of letting it go. He kind of is doing it, which I mean is he's through Satan. I mean, right? Like that. The sovereignty of God wouldn't have Satan do something that God isn't doing, or wouldn't do. God is allowing Satan to act. God is not directing his actions. God is not saying, "Satan, you go do this to Job." He's giving Satan free will. The same way he gives us free will to follow him or not. He's giving Satan free will to go do what he wants to do against Job under the, the still under the authority of God. Because at first it would don't touch his body. Yeah. And yeah. then afterwards on the second, he's like, You can touch his body, you can't kill him. I'd love to know what I other mean, people's opinions are of this. Well, it doesn't send it in. And then well, Job says the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Yes. So and then the next verse is in all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. But Obviously, he's talking about like I, this is not God's not wrong in doing this, but isn't he saying God is doing this? Like, that, isn't so we say the same thing. That's from our earthly perspective. That's why I say we're kind of privileged to have insight into what God and Satan were talking about, because w- what we see, we're going to attribute to God, good, bad, and different. We're going to attribute that God did this. To, God gave me cancer. Why did God give me cancer? Well, I. You know, in the Job story, God did not give him any of these afflictions. He allowed Satan to do it, but God was not the one no. giving that out. Here you go. Here's here's another playing devil's advocate. I guess that's is that. Mm. Am I literally that's, playing devil's advocate right no, now? Like, no, no. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. No, 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 we're, we're here for the discussion. Verse, yeah. verse three, and the Lord said to Satan, "Have this is a sorry chapter two, verse three. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. He still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him. My my take on that would be when God is saying, You incited me, you incited me to take away the protection I had against him. Right, so then therefore isn't God doing it? I, I would I'm, still say it's... So, I mean, I think... All right, so let's spin it like this. And this is a great conversation. Where have you been? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> soaking it in like a sponge. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. What? <laughs> no, Zach, I'm not trying to like. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just Zach, trying to. Zach think. and Brandon over Ty here. Ty will no. never be back on this podcast again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Exactly, you're you're this doing is, fantastic I mean, this over there. Is, this mean, is exactly what we want. Like, this mean, is the, we always say when we read something, and then we read it and read it and read it, and it, there's always something different. And this is a. This is this the is discussion good. we want because this exactly, is where growth comes from. Comes from, and I'm not saying. Either one of us is right or wrong. That's right. Why yeah, we're I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Brandon Shanks brought basketball and golf to the conversation, <laughs> and Ty is bringing spiritual growth. So, <laughs> no. good job, Ty. What was my point? Where were we? Shanks, I would step say, it up. I'm, I'm not bringing it. All right. Oh, so two verse three at yeah, the yeah. bottom. So, so here's a spin on it. A coach, pick a sport. A coach tells the players, "Here's what we're going to do. Full. Let's let's go basketball. Full court press. The coach gives the direction and the guidance." The coach doesn't go out there and full court press. The coach doesn't score any points. 
but under his authority, the team goes and acts under his mm. guidance. He's not the one doing the deed. He is the one giving the framework for here's what we're, here's the plan. My you can res- go. My response to that would be, but wouldn't that God be has more God is bigger and greater than, than a coach. Yeah, so absolutely. He, and he has more power than a coach. So course, he would yeah. go in. To, but I'm just, my thinking here is if God is divine and sets out the universe the way he wants it, and he is sovereign over it all, and he has control over everything, even though, like you're saying, he, I understand, like he is allowing Satan to do this. Because later on, the next time, Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with loathsome swords. Mm-hmm. So then we see, okay, Satan is doing this, doing some of this to Job, and God is allowing that to happen. My thinking then, my thinking from that though is, by allowing it to happen, God is doing it, but He's using it for good. Like when you look at Job as a whole, which I know we're not there yet, we see that. God's divine intervention in Job's life, even though it has been bad and terrible, he's using it for good. Right. And so my argument is that even though he is allowing Satan to do it, isn't he technically therefore also ultimately doing, in, in control? Ultimately of them. doing it, yeah. Okay. In control. Because he okay, did you choose to follow God in your life? Now we're getting to uh, or did did God choose <laughs> yeah. for you? We're gonna talk about election. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, did God know that Ty Dean was gonna choose to follow him? I would say yes. But did you make that choice? Did he give you the freedom to you make that choice? We are talking about election now. I mean But you, God you knows know all things, well. so he knew that he was gonna make the decision right. eventually, anyways. This is a complete well, different I mean, conversation I, aside. I think it's all related. It's all related. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I heard this analogy one time, and I'm still not sold. I like it, but I don't like it. It's maybe too childish. I don't know. But (laughs) talking about the same kind of stuff, Mm. you know, is God doing it, or did God just know about it? So he said, imagine a kid at the beach builds like a a big mountain out of sand and takes his hand and and you know, takes his finger and goes down the mountain, makes a little trench down the mountain, and he takes some water, pours it at the top, and the water follows the little trench. The kid, know, like, he knows what's going to happen with the water. He knows where it's going to go. He could change it if he wanted to, but that's the plan he laid out for it. So he's he doesn't need to intervene because he already made the plan. All right, so if mm-hmm. the plan is set then he made the plan, and everything that happens because of that plan is his doing. He made the plan, but the water still acts for itself. <laughs> yeah, but the water would still... It, but it follows that plan. It does follow the plan, but the water is under its own action. Like, the water is still the one running down the valley, running down the little But where would trough. the water be without the kid? Well, you know, God did create everything, so <laughs> another another here. This so what? Is, you, also so came. you're, I'm saying, saying that God is doing the action to Job is the one that's punishing. Yes, Job. Yes, ultimately. Yes, he's a, God, by allowing it to happen through Satan. Yeah, by allowing God it to happen, is he is. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, and you're saying that God allows Satan. God is to allowing touch Satan Job take to his touch stuff Job. away, take okay. touch his body. 
We all essentially are both saying kind yeah. of the same. It's, this is it's where just the thing. this is where church yes. church arguments get this. It really frustrates me because like this is like not it's, I mean, it's important, right? It is important, but also right. it's not the foundation of what our faith is built no. on. Right. right? Jesus is bu- what our faith is built yes. on, and so right. people get lost in this. It's what our, we're talking about. But people it's that don't believe, people that don't believe they use this as a straight argument Very against. True. Well, if God if God does everything, God knows everything. Why would He let that? Why would He let this person have cancer? Why would He let this person just die because a car came out of nowhere? You know, kind of thing. Which it, that question isn't even answered in Job, by the way. Spoiler yeah. alert. It's, it's, yeah, it's, sorry. It's, not, it's our it's curious not. nature. We want to yeah. be closer to well, humans. We all like being in control. We want to be yeah, in right. control. We want to know everything. We want to set our own path. But we, as believers. We follow God. Absolutely. We want to follow Him closer. We want to know more about Him. We want to know Have the mysteries faith. of mm. His creation. And that's that's going to continue for our entire lives. And we are never going to know all the mysteries of His creation. Okay. Right? We, we yeah. couldn't handle it. I've got but one more. We'll... It, it is like, ultimately doesn't matter. Right. But the passion to follow God and grow closer to Him, I think, does matter. Right. And there's some stuff that we're just not going to know. Like, right, like it's yeah. like yeah, we could sit here and argue about this all day, but right. it's not gonna yeah yeah. And Job references yeah. some of that again of we can't know what God knows. Right, I, I think that's coming up in a chapter or two here. But last thing I want to say on it is, if I take my dog outside, I have him on a leash. If I lengthen the leash, if I give him more leash, and he goes out and bites a kid, obviously my dog right will get in trouble but then i will ultimately be at fault because i allowed my dog to go out there and bite that kid because i lengthened the leash so if god has satan on a leash right he's in command of whatever satan does and then he extends that leash and lets him go isn't he i'm not saying he's at fault because i'm not trying to say he's at fault for it but isn't he doing it Mm. Again, That's just I, a little, an, I say he allowed it analogy. to have you allowed your dog to get too close to the child. The dog did the action, but that's you yeah. didn't tell your dog to go bite the kid. But I would still get in trouble for it. Yeah, yeah, I think it. Yes, yeah. I'm not trying to say yes. God's going to get in trouble for this. Yes, yeah, that it's a little because <laughs> he's different. God and I'm li- little little. <laughs> di- but yeah, I, I would say, yeah, you allowed your dog to go take whatever action he wanted to take. And, That's the problem with yeah. analogies is because oh, we yes. try to put human no. perspective yeah. on it, and it's, it's, impossible. it's eternal yeah. perspective, yeah. and it's something God. But isn't the, whole I mean, point of Job, the... isn't the whole point of Job, though, is that he said, you can do whatever you want to him, he's still going to come back to me. Yeah, I mean, he still put conditions on it. You can't, so, at, at the beginning, you, you can't, can't touch his him. body. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you can't and then the him. second time, you right. can't kill him. Right. That's what I'm saying. He put him through a trial to see to, to prove a point. So like what you were saying, even though all these bad things happen, it's still to shoot to prove a point to come back to where he's going to be. Well, like God or God, not God, <laughs> like Zach Edson said about. Oh this. gosh, <laughs> Zach's not allowed to watch he's this episode. Take that and yeah, run with it. Yeah. <laughs> like Zach. So I'm God. Zach is a three, so there might be. Yeah, Zach is a three. Like, so is Daniel, though. So. Like Zach said, <laughs> how much confidence did God have in Job that he knew? I'm going to, you know, Job is exactly. going to go through all this stuff. Yeah. And he's still going to be for me. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's where, like, the yeah. oversight, the view of the knowing the outcome helps what you're going through in the moment kind of deal. Yeah. But, Which is kind of yeah. why I think I'm, like, with him a little bit, like, 
I agree that God allowed this to happen, but it was to prove a point to show Satan, you can do whatever you want. Job's going to come back to me. He's going to show that he he is faithful to me. Mm-hmm. No, you can do anything except for all of the, these restrictions, but right. you can do anything and he'll come back. Yeah. Great discussion, Ty. Keep on coming back. It's good. We ain't going to make chapter really 20 good. probably, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, I think the discussion is better than the progress. <laughs> But uh, that's that's great stuff. It is. Uh, we're at the top. Or were we at the top of seventeen? Yeah, we yeah, just I think made we, it through yeah, one we, chapter. We, we just <laughs> we made, started. We made it. We made it into one the, verse yes, into seventeen. Yes, the pace is definitely. But the discussion is elevated. Well, that's the point of this. Discussion has yeah, increased. Yeah. The pace is. Uh, I mean, we're we're at one chapter in forty six minutes. This may granted be, we talked for twenty minutes. Th- this may start, be the so. best uh, episode of the Job study yet with the discussion. Might be. So. Might be. No offense to Zach and Brenda. To start off chapter 17, uh, verse number two, surely, surely there are mockers about me and my eye dwells on their provocation. That caught my attention a little bit. There are mockers about me. My eye dwells on their provocation. I didn't know if that was a, a earthly thing where, you know, he talked about getting hit in the cheek earlier are there people mocking him, showing up, coming to see the spectacle? The greatest man in the East is now sitting in a pile of ashes over here. Yeah. Well, another cha- I, I was going to say, chapter one, I mean, not chapter one, chapter 17, verse one, it almost like he immediately repeats himself from chapter 16. So he's making it a point because he says in there, he says, My spirit is broken, my days are extinct. He's yeah. our, I mean, he's immediately repeating himself just in a different phrase. Um, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to be out. In my like through these first seventeen chapters, like the word mock, that's how he that that seems to be how he describes his those his three friends. Like he'll he's thrown in like mocking, um, like several several times. So I think it is. I don't know if it's you know around town or directly aimed at his three friends that are there who were coming down on him. I mean, this is a response to his friends, so I'd say that he probably is going right at him too. Right. Like, listen. One one commentary I read said he potentially was seeing demons at this point, kind of possessed, because uh, huh. chapter 17 starts, my, spirit's, my spirit is broken, my days are extinct, the graveyard is ready for me. I'm about to die, is what he was feeling in that moment. And then when he says, you know, my I, there are mockers about me, one of the commentaries I read said he potentially, potentially could have seen, he was being plagued and mocked by Satan and demons running with Satan. So he, he said maybe this was visions and things of those demons actually toying with him and mocking him. Uh, that kind of thing, where he was. I, when I read that, I said, "That is a crate." Like he, we know he's being tormented, all the stuff taken away from him, all the physical stuff. But why would Satan not mock him mentally and, and emotionally, and yeah. you know, kind of like a bully on the playground? <clears throat> when I read that, I was like, "Man, that, that's kind of a that's Sorry. a different take on that verse." Kind of random question. So all this stuff happens basically on his property, right? Like when his when his family passes, when his family dies, his sons and everything die. That's all on his property, right? 
I mean, we, it doesn't ever say that, yeah. but if, we just yeah, assume if, that's if where it's at. his kids lived on his estate. Yeah. yeah. So really, do you think the only people that know all this stuff happened is his three friends and his wife and his servants? Or do you think people of the area, like other, just, just people of the town or whatever he's living? I would say it's a big deal. He was yeah. the greatest yeah. man in the East. Yeah. Right. So, because they don't, because they didn't talk about that really, like anyone else knowing of the situation right. happening. I mean, name a a big celebrity now. Media and stuff is obviously not the same, and the way news travels. But if a huge celebrity something happens to them today in Europe, we're yeah. going to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, or, right. or wherever the case. He was the greatest man in the East, and if everything he has is taken away, people are going to find out eventually. Yeah. I mean, his three mm-hmm. friends traveled from who knows how far away to come be with him, but they had to make an appointment. They made an appointment before yeah. they even left to travel. So they so, had to travel then. So I mean, okay. news went pretty far. And if or, the yeah. servants are bringing him, the, the telling him about it, like, I mean, yeah. they've got to travel too. Obviously, yeah, right. it's on his estate, but, I mean, yeah. we talked about how big his estate is, right? right. So, like... I mean, they were going to encounter people along the way too. Yeah. Probably, probably. Right. Like, did you hear what just? Right. Look what yeah. just happened. Yeah. Like. Okay. Yeah. I think well, if he's yeah. the greatest man of the East, then there's people that are obviously paying attention to his life and know what's going. This on. This is being told. They, like they, they want to be like him or be Correct. his friend, or Correct. they might be against him. Maybe right. he has right. a competing business or something. But yeah. That's funny you say what you said about all the stuff that he's fighting because in seventeen verse ten. He kind of references, he says, um, my version says, but come on, all of you, try again. I will not find a wise man among you. Mm-hmm. Makes it seem like to me maybe that he's talking about more than just those three people in front of him that he was battling, obviously, Satan. Yeah. And you know. I mean, we battle Satan in our lives. For sure. We Absolutely. don't recognize it or, or uh, you know, maybe we just choose not to acknowledge it. Right. But I, we're, I mean, we are in a spiritual battle ourselves, and who's to say it's not something we see or or yeah. think or dream about, all that kind of stuff. Right. Many forms. Verse Here number 11, sorry, Ty, goes, you know, my days are past, my plans are broken off, the desires of my heart. I mean, it kind of continues on, like. The, the same thing, you know, he's battling, everybody, come on, my my plans mm-hmm. are gone, my days are past. Everything's broken in me. Let's go. I'm I'm here for you. Yeah. I was going to go to six. He has made me a byword of the peoples. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I am one before whom men spit. <laughs> so I'd right, say yeah. that people know. Yeah. 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 I mean, when it goes back even to 16, chapter 16, talking about getting getting hit in the face. Yeah. You know, they struck me. Men have, no, you're right. You're men right. have gaped at me. So. Yeah. He's kind of like a sideshow now. What's a circus? A circus. Yeah. yeah. That makes more sense. Let's move on here to chapter 18. Bildad jumps back in the fray, <laughs> and Bildad is bringing accusations again. Um, I'm stuck on these uh, headings for all these chapters now for some reason, but God punishes the wicked. It's that, well, Bildad speaks, and what he says God punishes. So again, Bringing the accusations, Job invited. You must have done something. Job invited. <laughs> he said, "Come on, I'll go against all of you." And Bill Dad said, "All right, here we go." <laughs> but he he jumps in pretty hot here. This is Bill Dad. How long will you hunt for words? 
this is kind of this is kind of important here. The, the first few chapter or for, first few verses. How long will you hunt for words? Consider, and then we will speak. Why are we counted as cattle? Why are we stupid in your sight? You who tear yourself in anger, shall the earth be forsaken for you, or the rock be removed out of its place? So here Bildad is accusing Job of not answering their arguments directly. You know, they think that Job is looking for arguments on other matters. So he's deflecting the conversation they feel. I think he's deflecting the part I think they keep accusing him of stuff. And yeah. he's like, No, I haven't. And I think that's where they're Yeah. He's saying, like, you're not answering the argument because you're not accepting that you have done something. He's like, No, I haven't done anything. That's what you're not understanding. Yeah. They're arguing two different things. They're looking for the answers they're looking for, it's, they're having different conversations, really. Yeah. yeah. But that's making each side kind of more and more frustrated. But the argument on both sides is clear to them. Like, they're saying, they you both obviously right. had to do something. Yeah. There's no yeah. way he would do this to you. Clearly, you've done something. And then on the other side, Job's like, well, clearly, you're not understanding what you're talking about because yeah. I did nothing. Yeah, they both think they're right. They're trying yeah. to find, yeah, they're trying to find out why God has done this to Job, and Job is saying, "I don't know why I haven't done anything." And they're like, "Well, you must have done something." Yeah. So right. their conclusions are almost sounds different. like Daniel in a horse game, it's incorrect with the rules. And <laughs> I don't know if that's true at all. But see, already arguing. I will say too. I heard. I heard. Uh, in I one said of I the... was terrible. <laughs> I offered a bunch of excuses, but the first thing I said was I was terrible. <laughs> in one of the uh, commentaries I listened to. Um, uh, it talked about how you have, give me their names again, Ryan. Eliphaz. Eliphaz. Bildad. Zophar. 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 Yeah. You have them, their, their responses are shortened because of Job's answers, right? Like they, it's almost like Job is like shutting down their arguments. And right. So they have less and less to say as time goes on. Like you see, right. at first they're like two chapters, and then as that. they respond, they're getting less and less. And I don't think right. so far doesn't even come up later on. But yeah. I was gonna say, based on what you see, you see one chapter based on what they're telling Job. But then Job comes back with like two mm-hmm. chapters. He's just longer winded with it. And yeah. two, they get angrier and angrier. Like right. they get, they get. I mean, right here you're saying like, um, <clears throat> right here he's like, I mean, almost berating Job. Right here, like yeah. I mean, it's and it's it's brutal. It's like, well, you see from you the see, beginning, you see how much it changes because in the beginning they're there for him, right? The sympathy of all the stuff you just lost, and now they're kind of like, get over yourself. And Let's, it's almost right. like Come on. you know how, you know how like when we when, when you're in an argument with somebody and you're winning, yeah. the other person almost gets louder and angrier, right? Because uh-huh. they know that they're being beat, right? But they can't come up with a better argument. And so they get louder and louder and angrier right. and shorter because they're like, well, I'm. Yeah. Sounds like conversations with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just and stupid. An, and then all this, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they think that Job is talking over their heads. I mean, the most of it, yeah. too. I mean, and, and the things that Job is saying compared to what they're, you know, Job not admitting that he's, you know, done something wrong or whatever, just like it says, are, are we considered stupid in your sight? Yeah. And, I mean, verse yeah. number two, he says, how long will you hunt for words? I love that. So Bildad is accusing Joe. He's like, you're you're just looking for made-up answers. You're making right. up whatever you want yeah, right. to it, to answer these accusations. Right. We're trying to help you, but you're just making stuff up. And that goes maybe to ties, like they're hunting for words, maybe saying that why do you have to give these long 
drawn out responses to mm-hmm. and not like do you think he's you know, just continuously he's just going to continue to hunt for words and speak to them until they change their mind yeah. kind of thing like that's what his hopes are yeah because he knows he's right well he or, thinks he's speaking truth he, right he is speaking the truth as he knows it and believes it right and he yeah. believes it 100 percent with everything he is yeah. i feel like they're almost um they almost believe like a prosperity gospel like God's not gonna if you do good, God's not gonna let you suffer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But if you do bad, then God's gonna make you suffer. Right. right? He, it's he almost like the. Right. It's almost like the old ancient yeah. prosperity gospel <laughs> that they they're kind of believing in. The yeah. friends are right. And to that argument, Job brings up in chapters past of you see bad people who go to their house every night and have zero worry. You know, they prosper, they do all that kind of stuff, and they are wicked people. Mm. So if you believe that, you have to believe that a good person might have something bad come against them. Right. And that's me. That's Job's <laughs> argument. If you skip down to verse number eight, I, this caught my attention too. Uh, Bildad's still speaking to Job, for he is cast into a net by his own feet. He's talking about uh, giving examples now of people bringing stuff upon themselves. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walks on its mesh. A trap seizes him by the heel. (laughs) So he's kind of telling Job, you got yourself into this. This is a trap of your own doing. You need to change what you're doing. Yeah. Skip down a little bit more. This one, man, I did some digging on this, and I have not come up with a good answer. But verse number 13, it consumes the parts of his... Of his skin, the firstborn of death consumes his limbs. I was digging for the firstborn of death. <coughs> what that means, who that is, where that is. Came up with a couple of things, but man, no great answers that I felt good about. So when I first read that, I said, Is that, are they talking about Satan? See, the firstborn of death, he was kicked out of heaven. He's, we know he's ultimately going to be the, you know, be ended by God. What is he the first one that God kind of like? All right, you're de- you're you know, lifespan may be longer than others, but yeah, he was the first one to kind of <clears throat> be kicked out there away from God. Or um, you you know, is that somebody else? Is that something else? Is it Jesus? Jesus? Is that uh, you know Jesus is the first one to beat death kind of thing. man i was going all over trying to find where that is what the, who that is what that is i didn't find a good answer i'm still i'm still digging on that one but uh uh revelation you flip on down the line there to revelation 1 5 uh this says actually i'm going to back up to about the middle part of verse 4 Grace to you and peace from him who who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings on earth. A little different phrasing in Job. It is uh, firstborn of death, and then Jesus, firstborn of the dead which that made more sense to me. Jesus is the firstborn of the dead. He's the one that beat death with his resurrection. 
little bit different phrasing, but uh, very similar. Got nothing else on that, fellas. Just thought I'd bring that up for... Uh, yeah, mine just says, firstborn of death and then king of terrors in the next verse personifies yeah. the process and finality of death. Yeah. But that's not much help there. So uh, I'm going to you know, continue to do a little digging. If you have an answer or some insight, man, send that to us. I'd love to he- hear about it. But uh, yeah, that one that one kind of struck me. More on, well, you might get to it, but um, <clears throat> I know we were talking about earlier as far as people knowing what's going on and stuff, but down in verse 20, it says, people of the West are appalled at his fate. Those of the East are seized with horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so surely, the whole world knows. Yeah, surely such is the dwelling of a man. And also, just before that, just build that, just taking major shots at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like in, ni- <laughs> yeah. N- like in 19, he has no offspring or descendants mm-hmm. among his people, no survivor where he wants he lived. I mean, it's... Yeah. Well, look at the end of 21. Just, well, I mean... Such look, is the place of him who knows not, not God. Know God. Yeah. Like, geez. Well, that, I mean, that whole thing, pretty much from... Uh, I mean, verse 16 on through 21, yes. through the end of the chapter. Yes. His his memories, this is 17, his memory perishes from the earth, no name in the street, thrust from light to darkness, driven out of the world, no prosperity among his people, uh, and no survivor where he used to live. Like, he has no descendants in right. there. Like, yeah, and then when it ends <laughs> up, I mean, this is his drop-the-mic I mean, moment <laughs> here for, for Bill Dad. <laughs> Such is the place of him who knows not God. I feel like Bill Dad has been like the hardest on him so far. I mean, he's coming. These home. are like his, like his friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are like his closest. Uh, these are the dudes that showed up when maybe they should have when stuck. he had has nothing. Maybe they should have I stepped mean, to that week long silence there. <laughs> I mean, accusing <laughs> him. This. Of this is what they came up with when they were thinking for a week. Accusing him of not. Knowing God, yeah. I mean that. I mean, but I mean, like you feel goodness. like the first guy speaks up, and then the next guy goes, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna build off of what you just said, so yeah. I get worse." Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm gonna build off of him, I mean, so that's why it's getting worse. It just seems like to this point they're just trying to like turn Job, like just try to just jab him enough to where Job finally says, "Okay, you're right. I believe what y'all are saying. I mean, I've I, done, I've done this that y'all don't know about, or something. Admit to something that he's done, and that's been the cause of all this." tragedy in his life you might have been gone ryan we were talking about mob mentality and how (laughs) when you get Mm. a bunch of people together they're going to do stuff they're going to egg each other on they might do something that they normally would not Mm. do by themselves yeah if you've ever been in a group where you're kind of ganging up on a person good old peer pressure in an argument if you're making a case against ty and then you say something that jogs something in my head. I'll be, oh, yeah, and this too. Right. You know, you're yeah. just okay, piling yeah. on. Yep. Especially if Ty's like defending himself yeah. back to you and mm-hmm. saying how you're wrong. It's a good example because Ty's so. the golden child, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, he does no. bring us free candy and. Uh, he does. I like does. it. Warheads. Warheads. Not airheads. Warheads. You bring us some airheads next time, Ty. <laughs> I didn't see you make a face over there when you ate that. That pink one too. He's a man. No, it was okay. It, it yeah. was. I had to take a little step back off the mic, so it was. <laughs> I don't like sour things that much. I'm soft. <laughs> well, we, we're uh, man, we're up against the clock, but I think we're going to try and go. Let's let's get through um, Job's reply, 
and then uh, you know maybe we'll end up in chapter twenty. We might let Zophar get the last word here, but uh, I like mm-hmm. chapter chapter twenty. Nice round number there to end the episode on. But I like it. Yeah. Job replied. So Bildad dropped the mic on his. Uh, this is a place that <laughs> of someone who doesn't know God. <laughs> so Job Job comes back. This is a one chapter oh, response man. response for Job. Hey, man, it's a chapter though. Let me tell you, I pretty much have the whole thing highlighted. So. <laughs> He kicks it off in verse number two. How long will you torment me and break me in pieces with words? I mean, that's kind of his, what Fano just said. These are his friends that came to help him. (laughs) I mean, if it gets any worse, there's going to be fists getting thrown. This is supposed to be like comfort, not accusatory. So it's just, I mean, it's. Like I'm waiting for fists to get thrown or someone getting told, leave. You guys <laughs> get out of my pro- get off my property. <laughs> I think and I just had this thought when you said that. The week long the week that they spent in silence might have mm-hmm. been the comfort. And now they're coming together like, why did this happen? And they're trying to fix the problem. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to fix it. Right. And now it's like, yeah. well, whatever what conclusion you're coming to is wrong because right. I'm blameless and right. righteous. And right. he's not saying he is blameless. Right? Yeah. He's saying I haven't sinned. I'm correct. Right. Yeah, but they're thinking tough love. Like I'm, this is the truth. Come yeah. on, they're, and they're which we know that obviously yeah, is wrong. So Job, Job says, "How how long are you going to continue to torment me?" And he goes on, <laughs> verse number four. Even if it is true that I have erred, my error remains with myself. If indeed you're, if indeed you magnify yourselves against me and make my disgrace an argument against me. Know then that God has put me in the wrong and closed his net around me. So Bildad, you know, just a few verses before said that you messed up, Job. You've cast your own net and got trapped in your own trap. So all this, you brought this on yourself. And Job responds here with, you know, I'm right. But even if I did mess up, I messed up against myself. But this is not something I did to myself. This is God his trap, his net, his affliction that he allowed to happen coming against me. Ty's deep in study over there. I yeah, I have. Were you I waiting s- for him to come well, like, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, I have. I like I, that. You were looking at me and I was like, uh, you weren't. T- well, no, no, I was. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my commentary down at the bottom for verse six, that's what you just read, right? Yeah. Like one of the. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I was making sure I wasn't reading ahead or anything. It says, Job affirms that God is just, but also that his suffering is not because of his sin. It is God who has allowed or brought about his circumstances. Um, yeah. That's just what mine said. But I thought I had another note on here about that, but I can't find it. Down in verse 9, Job says, He has stripped me. He's talking about God. God has stripped from me my glory and taken the crown from my head. Verse 12, his troops come on together. They have cast up their siege ramp against me and encamped around my tent. I call to my servant, but he gives me no answer. That's verse 16. Ooh, and then pretty much 17 through the end of the chapter, Job is bringing it right here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Job is saying, you know, this is not of my own doing. I did not do all these things. Bill, Dad, you're saying this is me doing this to myself. This has nothing to do with me. This was brought against me by outside forces. Back to 14, he says, 
like the end of 14, my closest friends have forgotten me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm talking to you. And then yeah. 17, my breath is offensive to my wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one's, it picks up pretty well there. <laughs> that, those two are I hard. Mean, those, but even <laughs> that, so you, you were at uh, 14. Yeah. And he continues on in, in verse 15. The guest in my house <laughs> and my maidservants count me as a stranger. I, I think mean, he is like coming right at him. Like you've forgotten who I am. Right. Like you have you not forgotten yeah. I'm the blameless and righteous, right. you know? Like yeah. and they're over here accusing him of stuff that he doesn't even <laughs> that they don't even know. Verse 17, man, let's finish this strong here. Job is he's he's ramping up. He got himself worked up here. My breath is a stranger to my wife. <laughs> This is, whew, I don't know which is worse. Uh, my breath my breath is strange to my wife, and I am a stench to the children of my own mother. So that's his, his siblings. I'm a stench to my brothers and sisters. Even young children despise me. When I rise, they talk against me. All my intimate friends abhor me, and those whom I loved have turned against me. My bones stick to my skin and to my flesh, and I have escaped by the skin of my teeth, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. Oh, you, my friends, for the hand of God has touched me. Why do you, like God, pursue me? Why are you not satisfied with my flesh? That's about half that response. I mean, he is mm. pleading. I mean, he's everybody is against me, from my wife to my brothers and sisters, kids in the street, my maid servants, everybody is nobody recognizes me. I feel like this is the first time he finally calls them out on like why don't you believe me? Yeah. Yeah. And you my friends, why do you like God pursue me? <laughs> this, and this kind of uh the starting in verse 23 I really like this because, you know, we talked about the, the title chapters, you know, chapter 17, 13, 7, mm. hope. Where's my hope? Still I hope. Life has no hope. Job is searching for all this hope and stuff, um, you know, through these afflictions, which I, who wouldn't be? But this uh, chapter 19, the title for this is My Redeemer Lives. Job replies, My Redeemer Lives. So he, you know, it's not a search. This first part of the chapter 19, he's kind of coming back and answering uh, uh, Bildad and what Bildad brought against him there. And then he kind of goes to, you know, answers that. And then it's everybody's gone from me, from wife down to my friends, down to strangers and, and on the street. And now, verse 23, he kind of flips it and he said, Everybody's against me, but here's what I'm holding to. Mm. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. Oh, that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has thus been destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. My heart faints within me. So he's like, look, doesn't matter that everybody's against me. I know God's in control, and I'm going to see it. When right. my bones are dust, 
He's exactly, still yeah. in control. I'm still going to see him. I'm going to stand right here next to him when he redeems me. Yeah. You can't touch me. 28 and 29, there's a pretty serious warning to to those that. <laughs> don't don't trust fully in God. Correct. When, when you Correct. lean on your own understanding. Correct. Here's what's going to come get you. Yeah. Uh, if you say, how will we pursue him? And the root of the matter is found in him. Be afraid of the sword. For wrath brings the punishment of the sword that you may know there is a judgment. So it's, yeah, very much a warning of, hey, I know I'm going to see, I'm following God. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in what's happening to me. Right. I don't believe that I deserve it, but I'm going to follow God. And if you're not, better watch out. Yeah. Better watch out. So, uh, man, great stuff. Great stuff. It, and it keeps on being great here. Through chapter 20 and beyond, but uh, maybe that's a good place to stop, kind of wrap it up for this episode. Let Job get the last word. I mean, my Redeemer lives. Where? Why would you want to end anywhere else? Bam. <laughs> yeah. there's, the, there's the truth. And uh, Zophar jumps back in. He does. Chapter 20, and uh, yeah, they just not, keep going at it. They're not going quietly. They are not going <laughs> into the night. <laughs> yeah. they're, not going, they're, not, they're not stopping. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we made it. We made it halfway to the the, the book. Pretty close. Yeah, to pretty, pretty, yeah, close. pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Like one more chapter. One more chapter. One more chapter. I'm sorry. Forty two. Two more chapters. Twenty twenty one. Sorry. Yeah, there we're go. there. I might as well say we're there. <laughs> Great discussion today, though. And I mean, that's what we wanted. You know, if it takes however long it takes, the discussion, the learning, the going deeper is that's what we that's what we want. And that's what happens. So sure. about. Thank you very much, Ty, for being here, bringing the heat. Oh yeah, it's good stuff, man. Love just it. questions. Way to call just us. Questions. Call us out when I say no, call, call us out. out. It, 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 he questions. did not call. Yeah, no, that, that's just, all we're doing. It's all yeah. this. All the cool part is that we will we'll all find out one day. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, if any of you have uh, some insight on Job chapter eighteen verse thirteen, send that to us because, whew, man, <laughs> I, I still don't know the firstborn <laughs> of death. I'm gonna be digging on that old Google machine. Might be my friend. But it's a good one sometimes well just like we gave job the last word we're gonna today's bible verse we're gonna we're gonna let him rock us all, all the way out here job nineteen twenty five. for i know that my redeemer lives and at the last he will stand upon the earth so put your hope in god because ain't nothing else absolutely Good stuff, man. Good Great. stuff. Uh, I do want to say, if you've made it this far in the episode, thank you very much. Glad you're with us. Thanks and, for sticking uh, around. Uh, <laughs> we we do have a guest. I talked to a guest today, so uh, we may interrupt this study of Job. We don't have a date locked in. That's the issue. But we do have a guest committed to come on, and um, it's going to be good. Something uh, we haven't talked about yet, so that'll be fun. But uh, we're going to keep rocking with Job. We hope that you are rocking with us. Pick it up in chapter 20. Read ahead a few chapters there and uh, follow along. Love to hear your comments. If you have questions, if you do read with us through this, uh, send us a question. If you have a verse that stumped you, and we'll talk about it. We may not have an answer, but we'll bring it up. Here you go. You can put this on the bonus part of the podcast. The bonus. (laughs) The page in my Bible that we landed on is 666. So the devil's number, 666, right? The first verse on the page of 666, the devil's number, 
for I know that my Redeemer lives, and at last he will stand upon the earth. Coincidence? Oh, <laughs> I think not. That's awesome. You must have I love some when stuff like that happens. Large font over there. No, they take <laughs> they take uh I'm at the verse I mean page number four twenty nine. They take cool. half the page and put the commentary, oh, the commentary and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're glad that you were here with us. Come on back next week. Bring somebody with you and uh, you know, spread the word. Do us a solid by doing that. And make sure you tell them we love them. God loves them more. See you next week. Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel. 